Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time it is, wherever you are tuning in today, thank you so much for joining me for this edition of Such Sweet Thunder Meditation Program. And today I will be just offering uh, a talk, some guidance, some instruction on meditating with sounds and silence, what I call the aural field. Uh, it's not, I can't coin that term, actually. I think <laughs> that term is found in many medical books. But anyway, the aural field, the sense of hearing. Uh, and so we add the aural field to the sensations of the breath and the body. So if you've been following along uh, with the program, I believe this is the third episode, you don't worry, you don't have to go back to the first two episodes to get benefit from this. If you're just tuning in today, welcome and uh, enjoy this episode. And then if you wish, uh, you can go back to the previous two episodes. Those episodes are, well, the first one is a guided meditation on the breath and the body. The second episode uh, is a commentary on that or, or some deeper instruction. Uh, on how to meditate with the breath and the body. Some pro tips, if you will. So before I jump into today's episode, I just have a few announcements that I would like to make. Um, on Saturday, this coming Saturday, July 11th at 7 a.m. Thai time, which is 8 p.m. on the East Coast of America, uh, I'll be... Um, offering an online mindfulness meditation program. Uh, I think this will be chapter one of another series, although that has yet to be determined. Uh, this can The sign up for this is on my Facebook page. Uh, it's through a website uh, group uh, named Contemplative Light. Uh, and so I'm offering, happy to be invited to offer this mindfulness It'll be about a half an hour meditation and then a half an hour Q&A there. Saturday, July 11th at 7 a.m. Thai time, 8 p.m. East Coast of America. Then just two hours after that, Saturday will be a busy morning for me, uh, I'm offering, well, co-hosting a roundtable discussion on time and other mind-bending topics. Uh, this is Saturday morning again, uh, July 11th at 9 a.m. in Thailand, 10 p.m. East Coast time of America. Uh, this, is, uh, this will be hosted by Zara Windy uh, from Cebu, wonderful teacher and friend of mine, good friend. And uh, Pauline Waltz, another wonderful teacher, I believe she hails from Delaware, if I'm not mistaken. Hope I got that right. <laughs> and then myself. So the three of us uh, co-tabling uh, this, uh, this wonderful discussion on time and uh, other mind-bending topics. So that should be interesting and entertaining. Then uh, July 17th to the 24th, I'm facilitating a meditation retreat on loving-kindness. Uh, this is a practice that I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, it's a kind of a mission of mine to take the loving-kindness teachings from the Buddhist tradition and to create a secular offering from those teachings, to make these teachings accessible 
to people from all walks of life. And so in this seven-day retreat, we go very deeply into these secularized teachings of love and kindness, cultivating the quality of love and kindness for ourselves, and then gradually expanding that out to include the entire world. Now this is subtitled a healing retreat, and it is very much a healing practice, uh, this practice of love and kindness. Uh, so if you find uh, that you're experiencing anxiety or stress about the uncertainty of the current world climate, uh, this might be a really great offering uh, for you to take advantage of. So if you're in Thailand and you can make your way up here, uh, we're up in Chiang Rai at the New Life Foundation. Uh, beautiful setting, beautiful place to get deep into a practice. That again is July 17th to the 24th. Meditating with sounds, and in particular meditating with the breath, the body, the complete experience of the body, and then the complete experience of sound, the entire aural field. Now this actually I found uh, with many people that I work with one-on-one, uh, -on -one, uh, at first it feels a little bit challenging, but then it becomes something of a relief. Because many people I found have this <laughs> kind of a preconceived notion that when they meditate, their environment should be completely quiet. Of course, that very rarely happens, especially if we're living in a city or uh, in, in a very noisy neighborhood or even just have noisy neighbors. Um, we're, we're, we have to be able to work with that situation, right? Uh, oftentimes the mind will say, oh, I can't meditate right now, it's too noisy. But what if we could turn around and embrace the sounds of the present moment? And so that's the task at hand here. Regardless of the sound that's arising, we turn and embrace that sound in addition to the breath and the body. So if the traditional way of doing this, and when I do guide the meditations on the next couple of episodes, I'll do it in two different ways. But the traditional way of uh, entering into this stage of this meditation practice is resting with the breath, feeling all of the sensations of the breath as they pass, as the breath passes through the body in and out. And then we add the experience of the entire body, not just the breathing, but all of the sensations, kinesthetic, and tactile sensations arising throughout the body. And so that experience is allowing awareness to get slightly larger, right? We start with the breath, we add the body, so our awareness, our attention is getting larger and larger as we go through the practice. Then we add the experience of sound. Okay, so here we don't want to focus on any one particular sound. Much in the same way that when we went through feeling the breath, we don't focus on any one particular sensation of the breath, but we feel the entire breathing process. Same as when we 
scan the body. We don't want to focus on any one particular sensation in the body, but we actually experience the entire body all at the same time as one point of focus, breath and body. Now, it's not uncommon for a practitioner to practice just with the breath and the body for a few weeks. The mind will feel quite turbulent, but with enough practice, getting distracted, labeling that distracting thought with the word thinking, coming back to the present moment. And I've given this instruction on the previous episode, so I'm just touching in with it now. So, breath and body, distracting thought comes up, you say thinking, that thought dissolves. Another thought will come up pretty quickly, say thinking, and that thought dissolves. Now, with enough repetition of that process, the thoughts tend to subside. The mind gets a little bit quieter. It'll feel like going from a turbulent ocean to a calm pond. Now, when that calm pond experience arises in your awareness, it's time then to open to the next stage of the practice, which is here, the sounds and the silence. And I'll talk about the silence in a moment. So again, hearing the entire canopy of sound, as if we were listening to the soundtrack of the present moment. And if you want to keep going with that metaphor, you can even conceive of it as the universe orchestrating the perfect soundtrack to this present moment. Noticing how each sound finds its perfect place against the aural field or within the aural field, like that. Now again, that can be quite difficult uh, if somebody's you know, using a chainsaw in the next room uh, or if somebody's singing karaoke down the street and it's really loud uh, and they're super out of tune. <laughs> that can be challenging, but it's not impossible. And so that's the task at hand. And uh, just feeling the breath, feeling the body, hearing the sounds and silence. Now, the idea there is so you can kind of think of it as like stereo equalizers, the meditation practice. So we start the meditation practice, we raise the volume on the sensations of the breath. And then, going through the practice, we raise the volume on the sensations of the body so that the breath and the body we're experiencing at equal volume. And then we take the sounds and we raise the volume. We, we allow our awareness to expand, to embrace all of the sounds. We're raising the volume on that leveler. So the ideal meditation experience those level, levelers will be exactly equal. Breath, sensations of the body, and the sounds all at the same volume in your awareness. Now this can be quite useful because again, when we are meditating and the, the guy next door starts singing the Beatles very out of tune or whatever it is, Bob Dylan, uh, and then that is going to probably, at least for me, uh, I noticed that the leveler gets actually quite high because of the agitation that accompanies that. So rather than trying to push that down and ignore it and push it out of awareness, which never works, 
only causes frustration, upset, anger, ajuda. Uh, instead of trying to push that sound away, we raise our awareness of the breath to match the level of the sound that's now up here. Then we raise the level of the awareness of the body to experience more sensations, more vividly, more intensely. As See if you can feel the body as intensely as you can hear the sounds. See if you can feel your breath as deeply as you can hear the sounds. So that, be, that allows the sounds to become a tool. It's now you're allowing the sounds to set the bar for your awareness experience. So rather than it be, being an obstacle, we allow it to be part of the meditation instruction itself, like that. So that can be really, really quite useful. I've noticed in my own practice uh, that that can be really, really useful. Now, those levelers will be fluctuating. That's normal, that's natural. Uh, you might get them all equal. The, the sounds are here, the body's there, the breath is there, beautiful. Everything's even. even. And when that evenness happens, you'll know there's, a, there's this kind of resonance between inside experience, what's happening inside your body and outside your body. The, in fact, the line between inside and outside begins to break down because it's all arising within your awareness. It's all arising within the same place. If it wasn't arising in your awareness, you wouldn't be aware of it, and then you wouldn't have to worry about it, right? So, so here are the sounds arising within your awareness, the sensations of the body arising within your awareness, and the breath, all arising in that same place. So what might happen now is, let's say, uh, somebody does start doing construction next door or something like that. Now, uh, again, the, the attention will go collapse down on that sound. And it, it might feel like the breath and the body lower in your awareness. So the, the task then is to expand out from the sound that you're focused on to include all of the body and all of the breath. And in doing that, you'll both raise the awareness of the breath and the body and you'll circumvent the tendency to push the distraction away. So that's why we expand out from the distraction because then you're including the distraction. I always think of it like a star exploding, expanding out from that construction work sound, expanding out to include all of the body and all of the breath like that. Hmm. So, we're resting with the breath, resting with the body, resting with the sounds. And that resting is really uh, pivotal. And you'll notice if you can really cultivate a deep sense of rest, uh, that you notice how when you go to focus on different aspects of the present moment, then you're not resting. Then you're focusing. And the focusing awareness isn't the same as the resting awareness. So you, this distraction or itch in the leg or an ache in the shoulder or 
perhaps you have a tickle in the back of your throat, so the breath there touching that tickle. All of those are, are distractions, so we collapse down, and then we're not at rest. We collapse down on that sensation or that sound, then we're pushing against something and pulling towards something, not resting. So uh, another great technique in this meditation is that whenever you notice that you're pushing away or grasping, whenever you notice that you're focusing on something, you can say, can I rest with this? When you pose that question, can I rest with this? Uh, now the answer might be yes. And if the answer is yes, great, I can rest with this. You'll notice the body start to soften, the tension uh, starts to leave the body and the resting returns. Beautiful. Nothing to worry about there. Just keep resting. But it, let's say, take the example of a, uh, like there's a mosquito scratch, uh, it biting my shoulder. Happens in Thailand pretty often. <laughs> so there's a mosquito biting my shoulder and I'm meditating. So I feel the, feel the mosquito on the shoulder. I feel it, the itch start. I think, can I rest with this? So maybe the answer is no, I can't rest with that. I'm just going to obsess about this mosquito for the rest of the meditation session. It's just going to totally destroy my concentration. Nothing wrong with that. Then just brush the mosquito away and return back to meditation. So meditation should never be a grin and bear it kind of practice. So if there's discomfort arising in the body, the breath, and the aural field, before you move away from that discomfort, ask yourself that question, can I rest with this? And again, you can use that question if you ever notice awareness focusing on different points of the present moment. Can I rest into this experience or can I rest with this? Another a great way of bringing mindfulness into the present moment. Okay, so when one enters into this stage of the practice, the breath and the body, the sounds of the present moment, uh, you might start having a lot of thoughts again. It might start feeling like you've uh, started a whole new meditation practice. That might be some discomfort. But just recognize that that's normal. Each time we move into a new stage of the practice, we're gradually expanding our aware and compassion to include more and more, sorry, we're gradually expanding our awareness uh, to include more and more of the present moment, like that. Uh, so there will be some growing pains. So if you've been meditating with the breath and the body for a couple of weeks, you're ready to move into the aural field. Be ready for that turbulent ocean experience to return. And that'll take maybe a week, two weeks, five weeks, 10 weeks, three months, a year. It doesn't matter how long, but eventually that those thoughts will, stand, will, will start to subside again. And you'll return back to that calm pond experience. But take heart, because even the meditation practices that feel very turbulent, 
that feel very active in the mind, uh, that's actually of great benefit. Although it might feel very uh, irritating uh, to sit calmly and rest with a very active mind and every few seconds getting distracted by another thought, another thought, another thought, another thought. That's normal. But each time you get distracted by a thought and you come back, that's a success. So you can celebrate that success. Rather than berating yourself for getting distracted, celebrate the return. So here using positive reinforcement rather than negative reinforcement. So you celebrate that return. Each time you come back to the present moment, you're cultivating a heightened sense of awareness and attention. And it is that cultivation that eventually allows us to experience all of the breath, all of the body, and all of the sounds at the present moment experience. Okay, now at the beginning of this talk, I mentioned silence. And, and the silent component to the present moment uh, is one that is so often overlooked. In fact, uh, often when I give a talk on meditating with sounds and silence, uh, most people, uh, they, they're unaware that this uh, field of silence is here. Uh, they say, silence? What silence? What are you talking about? All I can hear is, if I get quiet enough, I can hear the air conditioning, and I can hear the birds, and I can hear uh, the handsome man talking about meditation. <laughs> Joke. Uh, I can hear, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z, but I don't hear any silence. Where is this silence that you're speaking about? Well, there is always a backdrop of silent space. It permeates the present moment. And so I'll try to give an example here with the singing bowl. And I don't know where you are, where you, wherever you are tuning in, maybe hopefully it's silent there. It's quite, qu well, quiet. Here in my uh, abode right now, it's pretty quiet. I'm fortunate for that, I guess. Um, so what I'll do is I'll ring the singing bowl. Now before the bell, before I ring the bowl, pay close attention to the quality of stillness. Just now, if you can, just allow your mind to settle. Pay close attention to this quality of stillness. And so there was this silence prior to ringing the bell, right? Where did that silence go when I rang the bell? You can try it again. Pay close attention to the quality of stillness, of silence in the present moment. 
and I'll ring the bell. Pay close attention to what happens to the silent space when I ring the bell. Did the silence go anywhere? Or was the silence just temporarily covered by the sound of the bell? Well, because silence doesn't occupy a location in space or time, silence can't go anywhere. Right? So no matter how loud or how much volume or disturbance you interpret in the aural field in this present moment, there's always a silent space. There must be, because silence can't go anywhere. Now, the silence can be masked uh, quite convincingly by a rave party or rush hour in Times Square in New York City. But it's there. Where else could it be? And before the rave party started, before the club opened, there was silence there. Where did it go? after the DJ arrived and plugged in the speakers and turned the music on. And there's silence in Times Square in New York City at 3.30 in the morning. So where did it go at 7.30 in the morning? Where did the silence go? See, it's just that we become so hypnotized by the sounds, by each sound, each bird song, each car horn, each radio that's playing music as the car drives by. We get so uh, drawn in by each sound that we forget about the silence inherent in the present moment. But it's actually the silence of the present moment which allows the sounds to be heard. If it was just pure sound, you actually, the eardrum wouldn't be able to, to perceive it. Because the, the eardrum would be vibrating at such a high rate uh, that uh, the vibrations it would stop making sense. It wouldn't be comprehensible. So in order for sound to actually be heard, there needs to be a silence there. Much in the same way that if you look up at the sky at night and you see the stars, 
you only see the stars in relationship to the darkness of the night sky, right? So just in that same way, we hear sounds in relationship to a backdrop of silence. So when we do this meditation, we listen to the sounds and the silent space. The entire aural field. You might notice how sounds seem to cascade through the silent space of the present moment, or perhaps noticing how the sounds seem to be held in the silence. Or perhaps noticing how sounds seem to be born out of the silent space and return back to the silent space. My favorite analogy is the universe composing the soundtrack of the present moment upon a canopy of silence. And so I think that's all I need to say. Uh, next episode of Such Sweet Thunder will be on Thursday in two days from now. I guess that's the ninth in Thailand. Um, and on this episode upcoming on Thursday, I'll be guiding a meditation. This meditation that I've just uh, given instruction to uh, will go into the breath, the body, sounds and silence. Then the following week we'll guide it in reverse. We'll start with the sounds, go through the body and the breath, like that. And uh, there are reasons for that, uh, mostly because some people find the sounds a really, uh, well, a much easier starting point for meditation practice, for present moment awareness. So some people are just drawn to the aural field and uh, they can start meditating much easier with the sounds, with the silence, then coming back to the body and the breath. Nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. It's not orthodox. It's quite unorthodox, actually. Um, but why not make meditation accessible to everyone? And so for people who have a, have a challenging time feeling the breath, but a really easy time, hearing the sounds of the present moment and the silence. Yeah, perfect, great. Ground your awareness in that experience, come back to the body and the breath. And we'll do that next week on Monday. But Thursday, same time, 1 p.m. in Thailand, uh, 11 p.m. Pacific Coast time, uh, the day before, I'll be guiding this meditation in the traditional Orthodox way. Uh, for more about Such Sweet Thunder Meditation Program, do visit my website, www.suchsweetthunder.org. Uh, I've written a book on this practice where I outline the entire uh, method, uh, starting from the breath and going all the way to experiencing 
the entire present moment. I call this a radical embrace of the present moment. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has been at least entertaining, if not beneficial. Stay healthy, stay clean, stay safe. Wash your hands, please, please, please wear your masks. Um, and I will see you all on Thursday. Okay.